Hello, beautiful soul. Welcome to Your Story is a Legacy show. My name is Rosanna Jackalone, and I'll be your host, your life story guide, your legacy coach, your spiritual healer, and friend. This show will help you get inspired and give you resources and practical tips so you can craft and tell your unique life story for yourself, your children, and generations to come. I bet you were asking, well, how will this show make my life better? It will do that by first, helping you to get to know yourself more deeply and in the process, learn your passions and the unique gifts you bring to the world. Second, it helps you get through transitions, things like job loss, marriage, childbirth, relocation, even things like divorce. It also helps you heal by turning traumas in your life into triumphs. And finally, it helps you create a legacy to leave for yourself, your family, and future generations. If that sounds good to you, let's begin our journey together. Good morning, beautiful soul. I have to say, there are certain topics that I get a few questions on, and then there are other topics that I get so many questions on, and then I know it's a topic I have to cover. Spotting red flags in relationships was one of those topics. The question started innocently enough. A number of followers talked about the sad endings of romantic relationships, marriages, engagements, and long-term living together relationships. But they all told me if they were honest with themselves, the red flags were always there. Other emails came in talking about friendships with red flags that painfully ended and still others talked about emotionally draining work situations where they chose to ignore the red flags. So I decided I would dedicate this show to spotting red flags in all situations, love, romance, and work, and then discuss what we need to do to deal with them, to protect ourselves and keep us in the healthy and light-filled relationships and lives we deserve. Are you ready to dive in? Okay, let's get started. Red flag number one, emotional, mental, or physical abuse. I don't care if it's a romance, a relationship, a friendship, or a boss at work. This behavior is a no-no. Healthy relationships are with people or situations that make you feel good about yourself and build you up. It's that simple. When someone cares about you and honors you, that's the way they treat you. Emotional and mental abuse can lead to PTSD. 
I'm going to say that again. Emotional and mental abuse can lead to PTSD. You may find yourself acting out in such a way that is not reflective of who you are. And this is what happens. Oftentimes, people who are abused swallow the abuser's behavior and they become the abuser. So if you were treated very poorly by someone, you may find yourself subconsciously treating others that way. Now, don't mistake someone constantly putting you down with constructive criticism since they feel quite different. Here's an example. Someone saying, you don't know how to do this. You're not so smart. Versus a loving person who says, let me help you understand how to do this so you can try it on your own next time. And never, I repeat, never allow anyone to physically harm you in any way. There is no excuse for that. Number two, or red flag number two, I should say, is narcissism. Now, people throw this word around loosely. It's actually a true personality disorder. I called a therapist friend to ask her how she explains this to her patients. She shared traits of this mental disorder, which include someone who needs admiration, believes others are inferior, lacks empathy for others, and thinks highly of themselves. Sometimes they even have delusions of grandeur. Being involved with someone like this can be both mentally exhausting and soul-crushing since they believe the world revolves around them. And if you challenge that, trouble usually follows. And again, I want to be clear, narcissism can exist in any relationship. It could be it not only in your romantic relationship, it could be with a friend you hold dear. It could be with a boss. Narcissism is narcissism. It's a personality disorder, whomever it is coming from. Red flag number three, gaslighting. Gaslighting is an insidious manipulation tactic where you are made to question your own thoughts, even your own sanity. The manipulator will use words to invalidate your thoughts by saying things like, those thoughts are crazy, or worse yet, you are crazy, or you're too sensitive, or you're imagining things when it comes to something they've said or done. They refuse to accept blame or may even tell you they behave in a certain way because it's your fault. The gaslighting behavior can lead you to lose self-confidence and cause you to experience self-doubt about your own thoughts or feelings, making you feel more reliant upon the gaslighting 
person and their viewpoint. Red flag number five, emotional unavailability and lack of communication. We see this in the partner or friend or even boss who rarely makes time for you. They often change or cancel plans, sometimes without much notice. And often they are not truly with you even when they are. They have their phones on the table and they'll talk over you versus listening to you. They barely return texts or calls. And when they do, it is a throwaway line or two. And they'll excuse often why they were unable to return texts or calls or see you. It is hard to build any type of relationship in this type of situation. You need to be with someone who treasures the time with you, be it on the phone or in person. They need to be able to share their deep feelings and hear yours. If this is part of one of your relationships, it likely shows they are not invested in or cherishing the relationship. You may also have a boss who is unavailable in terms of time to help you and develop you. That is also problematic since ultimately you are held accountable by this person to achieve your work goals. Red flag number six, lying. I'm not talking about little white lies here and there. I think we all do those. <laughs> but this is about someone who lies about big things. And they may not necessarily be lies they tell you, but also lies in the things they do not tell you. I'll give you one example. I had a listener tell me her serious boyfriend went on an eight-day trip without her. He told her it was for a business opportunity. Since he was out of work and looking to invest in a business, this did not seem like an unlikely story since, of course, she trusted him. However, when she asked him questions, he did not answer any of them directly, which led her to believe that he was lying about other things on that trip and in their relationships too. Red flag number seven, controlling behavior and jealousy. This presents itself as someone who is jealous of your connection with others and tries to direct you or, or tries to direct who, I should say, you spend your time with, where you go, what you wear, even who you talk to. You walk on eggshells around this person and even let it impact or suppress your personality so you find you sometimes don't even make eye contact with others for fear of what that will become. Red flag number eight, addiction. This can be any type of addiction from alcohol to drugs to porn or anything else someone is spending excessive time with that is unhealthy. It shows that 
the person has self-destructive habits and impulse control. It is an illness and your partner likely needs help and must get help to treat it or it can very quickly destroy your relationship. I will share that I was dating someone who was an alcoholic. The red flags were there from the beginning, but he could hide it sometimes by doing a detox for a month and control it, and then it would rear its ugly head again. He assured me he didn't need to be in a structured program since I encouraged him to go to AA. And he showed me several books he was reading and uh, wanted to proudly say he was doing the work. But after enough times where he did act out in a way that was so uncomfortable to me and those around me, and ignoring real treatment, I was forced to end the relationship. I knew this was a disease he did not want to get under control, and I was not going to be a party to that. You can only lovingly support and encourage a person to seek help and provide them with the proper environment to do so for so long. Someone has to want to do the work the hard work on themselves. You are only responsible for the hard work you have to do for yourself. Red flag number nine, little to no family time or long-term friends. If a work situation you are coming into, oh wait, let me repeat that. It would be a partner who had little to no family or long-term friends, or if you were getting into a work situation, it would be a place where people are coming and going into the company through a revolving door. Big red flag. I would be putting an exclamation point on this if I was writing this. You may notice this and justify it by saying that the person you are in a relationship with has been wronged by others. But as is often the case, the same reason they've alienated almost all of their blood relations and don't have life friends or relationships with their children, it's a sign of how they relate to people on an intimate level. At work, this may come in the form of regular firings or exoduses from the company in various positions. But the common denominator is they usually report to the same person. That is a clear sign the manager cannot retain good and talented people. Red flag number 10 the inability to resolve conflict. Let's face it, conflict happens often. While we don't need to address every single one, the ones that are important to achieving a goal with a shared vision or making your relationship more harmonious must be addressed. If you cannot have productive conflicts where each of you truly hears the other 
And uh, while you may not agree with each other, you respect each other's point of view and discuss ways you can resolve these differences together. Those who don't speak about issues, unfortunately, are likely passive aggressive, and that leads to resentment and never solving relationship problems. Red flag number 11, anger management issues. These can range from someone who screams and ultimately makes you shut down since they try to intimidate you with their anger, uh, or you just may shut down because you don't want to add fuel to a fire that needs to self-extinguish. Even more concerning are signs that someone's anger could be potentially dangerous. One of the listeners who was doing a coaching session with me told me her husband would often break things or throw things during arguments. She told me she felt threatened and unsafe since the list was going on and she feared that that amount of anger and display of anger could turn to violence against her or her child. Since the anger went unchecked and untreated in spite of her pleas, she asked me what she should do. I immediately gave her the name of a counselor so she could get the proper help she needed. There were other red flags that came up and I won't go through all of them since I fear I will lose you in the amount of time we could cover this topic. But uh, these were the ones that overlapped across calls, emails, DMs, and my own personal experiences. So now that we've identified them, how should you handle them? Here are the best ways several therapists and spiritual counselors agreed upon. First, know and love yourself. Be sure you are taking good care of yourself so that you have your internal compass pointing in the right direction as you deal with these red flags. You should know what your needs are for your own well-being. This is the only way you will truly be able to be honest with yourself. Number two, address the red flag with the person in the calmest manner possible. I know that you'll have feelings as you address these, but in the best case scenario, the person we are confronting is not aware of their behavior and how it affects you. If this is someone you love and it's a relationship worth saving, give them the benefit of the doubt. You need to be calm mentally so that you can address this and not have it negatively impact how you express yourself and cloud even your responses when they are sharing with you their feelings or the whys. Number three, tap into your support network. Oftentimes in abusive situations or real red flag situations, you'll find you're isolated from those who love and support you. 
those who build you up and you're with the person you think loves you and you let them be most of your validation since you're not strong enough in your own sense of self. This actually allows the situation to get worse. Red flag behaviors and environments thrive in darkness, isolation, and in your reliance upon them, or in the case of work, intimidation. The abuser will often use any manipulative tool to continue to break you down. And the more this happens, the more you buy into the manipulation. If this has gone on for some time and you feel under-equipped to handle it, even with your current support network, I encourage you to seek professional help. Number four, listen to your intuition. We ignore our intuition, which is almost always right. It is that unsettling feeling inside that tells us something's wrong here or someone is lying to me. It is that unsettling feeling inside that may even manifest as a disease, stomach issues, headaches, inability to sleep, even a negative outlook on life. Number five, before accepting a work position, speak to former employees, read glass door reviews, and pay attention to those ratings. Ask questions about these things. Always network and be prepared to leave and even walk away from a bonus if you need to do this in the name of self-preservation. As hard as it is, do not internalize the situation or you will begin to believe the untruth shared with you by a toxic boss. Number six, set boundaries. This is one of the most important parts of any healthy relationship. You need these to protect yourself, to protect your time, and to protect your heart. You must clearly state these to a person you are in a relationship with. Again, that applies to all relationships. And you must not be afraid to say no and set consequences if these boundaries are violated. I mentioned in a previous podcast, you must act upon these consequences if someone violates your boundaries or else you are giving them permission to continue to repeat the offensive behavior. And finally, sometimes the right answer is to leave the relationship, the job, the friendship, or whatever situation that is destructive since this is the ultimate act of self-love and self-preservation. You will never be able to be all you're meant to be with a toxic individual or in a toxic place. My beautiful soul, I have found that the longer you stay in a toxic relationship and environment, 
the more you lose your self-esteem, doubt yourself, and become ill in body, mind, and soul. And you may even become an unwitting party to an abusive environment by participating in and remaining in it. As someone who has dealt with red flags in all areas of her life and has heard from hundreds of people over the years on this topic, I promise you can have healthy friends, family relationships, romantic relationships, and work relationships or a work situation. You just have to love yourself enough and believe that you, fabulous, wonderful, Y-O-U, deserve to be happy and healthy in mind, body, and soul. The only relationships and situations you choose need to be as well. If you are seeing red flags, please be sure you are getting appropriate help to do so. I would love for you to share your success stories in our safe and loving private Facebook group at My Magnus Opus Community. Again, that's My Magnus Opus Community. And until next week, I send you so much light and love. If you feel inspired by this show, I would be so grateful if you would leave a review on iTunes or subscribe to the show since I update the topics weekly. And if you feel there are others who would like this show, please take a screenshot of the show, add it to your Instagram story, and tag me at my Magnus Opus. Also, I'd like to get to know you, so please join our email list by signing up at www.mymagnusopus.com You can also join our private Facebook group of like-minded legacy storytellers by going to My Magnus Opus Community. Thanks so much for tuning in. May your day be full of abundance in everything you do and keep your head up always. Until next time, I'm sending you love and light.